0: Are you ready? It was really something What well, was cool. the one that I
1: said really sad. <laughs> it was when you were telling a joke and I went, because uh, I had like coughed or taken a sip of something. <laughs> That's one of my favorite clips ever It's when you're telling a joke and I'm dying in the background. You're like, and then they did this. And I'm like, uh. I forgot.
0: You roasted me for that. You kept playing a bag like listen to you not caring. You just kept going. And I'm like,
1: uh, like. It sounded like I was gasping for air. She's like, "She'll be fine." <laughs> we don't have time. I don't know. I think I left it in. I'm feeling good, though. I'm feeling great. <laughs> Look into my eyes, please. My eye, eyes. <laughs> my eye, eyes. Um, speaking of, <laughs> well, feeling great. Yeah. Speaking of feeling really You're good, feeling really good, uh-huh. and totally fine and normal in yeah. this movie is I'm all well. of those things. Yeah. We're talking about the people under the stairs.
0: They sure are. <laughs> a
1: patron story. pick. <laughs> it is a patron pick. Yeah. Wild. This was our first, what, three-way tie? Yeah. And, and then th- luckily, it was my mother. Uh-huh. <laughs> Everyone, if you don't like this movie, blame my mom. Uh-oh. Sorry, I love you, mom. Um, <laughs> At the very top, I was like, thank you, Kelly. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, she broke the tie. I don't know why she chose this one. Maybe, she, I don't know if she's seen it or if she just was like, I like the sound of that. Oh. <laughs> but... I'm excited to talk about it. Same. There's a lot going on. There's a lot. There's a on. lot. Just when you think you figured it out, that man shows up in a lot of leather and you go, no, I haven't figured it out. And I'm
0: like, oh. <laughs> I didn't have any words. I only had his face really in that moment. So <laughs> weird. <laughs> so weird. So yeah, we're talking about the people into the stairs. Go daddy, awesome. make it safe for mommy.
1: <laughs> you think that is funny? My favorite quote, I can't wait to say it. I was, I had to pause it and laugh mm. and then pa- keep going because yep. it made me laugh so hard. Okay,
0: do you want some facts? Of course I do.
1: People Under the Stairs. This was made in 1991. It's written and directed by Wes Craven. Mm. Boy, that, that, that man. Uh, also made Nightmare on Elm Street, Scream, The Hills Have Eyes, Swamp Thing, so many others. I mean, you yeah, know, it's Wes Craven. Everyone loves
0: it. <laughs> camp? What?
1: So, yeah. And then uh, <laughs> cinematography. This is a wild ride. And I can't wait to take you on this ride. Okay. First, the name. Sandy Sissel. Oh, that's a good name. It's a good name, right? Yeah. That's like a comic book alliteration name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the cinematography. Sandy Sissel. Also made Camp Nowhere. Austin Powers. The Spy Who Shagged Me. Oh my God. Exit Wounds. Barney's Great Adventure. And then a documentary about Mother Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> Not only did she do like. Austin Powers the Spy Who Shagged Me and some other fun stuff but like when I said documentary about uh, Mother Teresa that was just one of like a ton of documentaries she made one about Stonewall um
0: she's got range I really wanted her to be like on the set of the Mother Teresa doc being like I did this angle in The Spy Who Shagged Me and it killed (laughs) you're gonna love this Uh let me get Austin in here
1: (laughs) I read that and I was like, because it na- list, like listed all the documentaries first. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I should just say like lots of documentaries. Because I thought it was going to be those and this. Mm-hmm. And then I kept going and I went, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Barney's Great Adventure. Hell yeah. The range.
0: Amazing.
1: Okay. I unfortunately did not find info on the music. Every time I would look these people up, it would just list people under the stairs. Huh. So if people know more about them. Please let me know. But the music was by uh, Don Peake and Graham uh, Bevel or Revel. I think it's Revelle. Um I, I don't know. It didn't have anything. Every time I would look them up, they would go people on the stairs. And I go, well, yeah, but the rest just of curious. That mystery, truly a mystery. Okay, and then the budget. Okay, so the budget was six million. Oh, do you know how much it made?
0: Not even a little.
1: Not even a little. Give it a guess, please. <sighs> I think it'd be funny.
0: Twenty million. Damn, that was actually pretty close. (laughs) Really, it's
1: thirty one point three million.
0: I'm getting that was it, and that's worldwide. So that's like its whole like
1: theatrical run and like worldwide and everything. But it did really well apparently in its first weekend too. Okay, it's West Craven. So I I was like
0: West Craven. I
1: think they heard the name and they were like, "Oh, I'll be there." Yeah. So you know. Good stuff, and I unfortunately don't have a lot of fun facts. Thought that I would because this movie was so Buck Wild. I
0: assumed with like the makeup. Yeah, and I was like, set. oh, they're gonna have some. Not really wild. Okay, it was just like no. I was like, okay. I also couldn't find any interviews with Wes Craven about this movie. Really?
1: Like, I was he like ashamed? Like he's just like I don't know about all
0: that. He taught like the thing is, is that I was finding people talking about interviews about it, but I couldn't find the interviews. I got like he's hidden them. He hid them he's <laughs> from them. beyond the grave. <laughs> He was like, get those
1: out (laughs) of here. My only fun fact is something you probably already know, but I'll say it anyway. Hopefully this isn't what you're going to talk about. Um, So the film was loosely based on real life news story from 1978. Uh Two burglars broke into a home and inadvertently discovered two children who had been locked away by their family.
0: Yep. I briefly talk about that.
1: (laughs) I I wondered. It was the only fact that like popped up other than the fact that like it's filmed in an actual house in like California. Yeah. and like that was really it. There just wasn't a lot. Uh, the the couple in the well, the brother and sister in the movie, um, they had played a married couple in Twin Peaks, oh, and yeah. people loved their performance. Noreen or Green
0: and Big Ed, or yeah, Scary Ed,
1: or I think it's Big Ed, or Bad. I don't Ed. know. I've don't never know. seen it. <laughs> Sorry, everybody, don't yell at me. Um, but yeah, people like I guess whoever did the casting or whatever and decided they loved them in that and said, boy, get them in here. Incredible. And you know what?
0: It was a good job. They did. They they really played those roles. <laughs> they
1: really played them. They. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about it. It was a Buck Wild film. Yeah. Whoo! So those are my notes. I don't want to. I don't want to. I will for you. Thank you. I can't <laughs> physically. My body's rejecting it. I want
0: to tell you in advance. I also give you a gift in that I wrote my own summary as well. <gasps> yeah, because well, that's I didn't. Not like... good.
1: Because yours is always going to be good.
0: No. <laughs> i don't want to go for it. i also read the rotten tomatoes and i am which Good. i don't like yeah okay There's gonna be a sandwich um. yours rotten tomatoes yeah <laughs> the rotten tomato sandwich a, uh,
1: yeah. um, a, a burglary goes especially wrong when a young boy discovers
0: people under the stairs that one was two, <laughs> too on the nose no that was that I think that left a lot to be imagined. And yeah. like to, they're it, not
1: just on they're not chilling under the stairs. No. What are they doing then? What are they doing? Who knows?
0: Every time someone says burglary, I think of the videos of like Scottish folks. Oh my
1: god, Burglary. Burglary.
0: Burgerly.
1: Bunchula. <laughs> they really struggle with burglary, which I love. lolly. There's always the lolly. I'm like, where are you getting the extra Lulu? What are you doing? i love you scottish people if we have scottish fans
0: please oh god, god send us
1: clips of you saying burglary
0: <laughs> that will make my month
1: it would make me so happy burglary. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can send us words that we can't say yeah Any word that's not oh English. god there's got to be
1: a bunch of words i can't say i can't even say normal words that i can't well they're all normal words
0: <laughs> i just can't say them i can't i give up on words most of the time. all right give me all of these summaries Okay, Rotten Tomatoes. (laughs) Oh, boy. Rotten Tomatoes really just put it all out on the table. Oh, okay. I think that's very bold of them. Yeah. Okay. Much like me. (laughs) When young Fool breaks into the home of his family's greedy and uncaring landlords, he discovers a disturbing scenario where incestuous adult siblings have mutilated a number of boys and kept them imprisoned under the stairs in their large, creepy house. As Fool attempts to flee before the psychopaths can catch him, he meets their daughter, Alice, who has been spared any extreme discipline by her deranged parents. Can Fool and Alice escape before it's too late?
1: Wow, they really just gave us everything. I know. Wow, okay. They gave us wanting nothing, okay. You go, girl, give us too much.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. All right. And IMDb, you know, is a little bit more modest about it. A little bit. Uh, two adults and a juvenile break into <laughs> juvenile. Ju- I don't know a, I juvenile. Know. a juvenile. Juvenile. Uh, two adults and a juvenile break into a house occupied by a brother and sister and their stolen children. There, they must fight for their lives.
1: Okay, that one's yeah. not terrible. I yeah. mean, you know, you can't just say they're adult children, but okay.
0: I also got. Um, I just don't like when we use juvenile to describe people, especially when it's like a black boy. Yeah, because juvenile to me is always connected to like juvenile delinquent juvie hall yeah yeah like those sorts of things and i was like you could just say child
1: right young boy a child a young man
0: (laughs) and so like the use of juvenile to me i'm just like i don't like that i got you know touchy about it so my summary yes in this comedy action thriller nothing is as it seems the robesons are hiding more than gold in their basement and fullness outwit and outrun mommy daddy and prince in order to save his mother his home and his new friend alice why did I even
1: say anything? <laughs> you know? Like, it's stupid that I even said anything. No,
0: I liked yours.
1: I, I I laid too much on the table.
0: Nah. It's okay.
1: That was beautiful.
0: Thank you. That was really good. Thank you.
1: I liked it. I'm scared for what you covered about this. Hmm? I have no ideas.
0: Okay. Well, it's... Probably the most not not the most straightforward nerd corner. I thought you were gonna say the most sad and I was like, No You've covered AIDS. <laughs> this is not the most sad that I've okay. ever covered, no. <laughs> no. First off, this movie was not what I was expecting. No, not uh, at all. I had come across it when I was researching Housebound, so I knew there was at least like yeah. some connective threads mm-hmm. there. But I had no idea what the actual themes in this were going to be. I've actually seen this before and I still didn't know. But I watched it when I was younger. So I was like, I know there are people in the stairs. Nothing. Nothing else. (laughs) So while watching, I was like, okay, we have some satire here. Ultimately, I did go with with my first thought, which was Mm -hmm. the use of comedy horror as a vehicle for satire. Mm -hmm. And as we know from the Oxford English Dictionary... Uh, Satire is, quote, the use of humor, irony, exaggeration, or ridicule to expose and criticize people's stupidity or vices, particularly in the context of contemporary politics or other topical issues. Damn. I love it. (laughs) But I want to go past just labeling it as satire. We can look at it and be like, bam, that's satire. Mm -hmm. But I want to examine how satire can work in society if it's done with the right focus. Mm -hmm. And as part of that, I want to talk about inspiration and intent. Then we can get to the actual range of impacts possible. Yeah. And it's not going to be, like, a super deep dive into, like, all the different impacts of satire in society. It's too much. It's too much. Too much. But first off, inspiration. Yes. Uh, Wes Craven got the idea Mm -hmm. for the premise of this film from a news story he read in 1978. Mm -hmm. I could not actually find that news story anywhere. Yeah. Uh, So it basically seems that most articles rely on Craven, who said, I read this wild article and that got my mind going. Mm -hmm. But none of them actually sourced the original article. Mm. And this isn't to say it didn't happen, just that I didn't find the source. Uh, But the news story is described vaguely and the general flow of events is that there are two burglars attempting to break into the home of a seemingly respectable family. The neighbors are like, we see two dark-skinned people Mm -hmm. trying to break into a home. The police are called and discover children locked in the basement of the home. To Craven, this was not only the ultimate irony, but also excellent inspo for his next film. (laughs) He already had a habit of subverting expectations to reveal that anyone, regardless of how respectable they are deemed by society, has the capacity for violence and evil. And according to Craven, quote, what appealed to me was the thought of a hidden truth that was radically different from the surface appearance and the fact that this was taking place in a neighborhood where, supposedly, people were enjoying the good middle class life. Yeah. So, the seed of a story was planted. He wanted a house that looked unassuming, that was just like any other white middle class mm-hmm. home of the age. That's a weird... Re- home of the age. I, I was like, I remember that. sense to me. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, it was probably gonna, like home of the era, whatever the fuck. Either way. Uh, and he wanted that house to mm-hmm. hide like a twisted malevolence inside yeah. the home so this is how we get mommy and daddy and that sounds like the worst reverse how babies are made talk <laughs> inside a twisted home you this is where we get mommy and daddy uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from here mm-hmm. craven builds upon the initial subversion mommy and daddy are an affluent white couple that hide behind the facade of their home and the 50s couple aesthetic When you watch them inside the home, they are overtly racist, unintentionally forcing... Nope. (laughs) Very intentional. Uh, They are overtly racist, intentionally forcing entire communities out of their homes for profit, imposing religious zealotry on children that kidnapped, abusing and mutilating said children, and killing anyone that looks too closely. Yeah. They are caricatures of vileness that can safely hide behind their whiteness and Mm -hmm. money. So outside of that home, there is the struggle of fool's mother, family, and community. Mm -hmm. Fool's mother is sick with a cancer that is treatable, if only the United States would actually care for the medical right. needs of the people that live here. Uh, on top of that, they're being evicted. They're the last family in a building that mommy and daddy own. And I... That's... that's It's their names. What are you going to do? And all so we have. It's mommy and daddy. Daddy's Everyone deal is, with it. It's mommy and daddy. It's <laughs> mommy and daddy. We know that daddy's Eldon, but we never get mommy's name. And it feels weird oh, to call yeah. them mommy and Eldon. Right. Uh, and I think I read somewhere that they're Robesons. But mm, I don't... Yeah. Like in the film credits, they're just man and woman. So, really? Yeah. Interesting. So, they're they're the last family in a building that mommy and daddy own. (laughs) And their existence in their home is preventing the landlords from bulldozing the whole building. Mm -hmm. It's no secret that evictions are motivated by greed and a desire to amass more wealth, and wouldn't you know, there's a rumor that the landlords actually have gold coins hidden in their house. (gasps) So we have very clear statements Mm -hmm. being made here. Communities are being destroyed by the greed of folks with more money. While the bulk of the film relies on Fool being a brave little toaster... Uh, I wrote genius, said toaster. No, I like toaster. (laughs) Uh, he is aided in the end by the entire community showing up on the lawn to confront mommy and daddy. So there's the invocation of community action in some way. Uh However, it's nominal to me. Mm -hmm. Craven isn't showing the neighborhood organizing and fighting a systemic evil. He plops them on the lawn to support the work of one kid who took it on himself. Right. And... This starts to get to the heart of why I feel satire needs to be intentionally aimed in order to be effective in the way you want. Yeah. So my biggest issue is that it points the blame at the greed of mommy and daddy. Right. It doesn't lay the blame on the war on drugs, redlining, systemic racism. It sets up mommy and daddy as twisted individuals from a twisted family who are the product of incest and real estate greed. Yeah. Ultimately, I think that's too narrow a focus for effective satire because it's individualizing the problem instead of showing systemic or society-wide causes. Yeah. How did mommy and daddy come to be? (laughs) How? Yeah. Uh, It wasn't the stork. (laughs) Uh, Mommy and daddy are shown as violent racists, but it's not tied back to how society enables and protects white supremacy. It doesn't indict systemic racism embedded in every level of society. It holds up two massively awful people and says, and they're racist too. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And in that way, it can let white audiences shift the blame without accountability. And I think we've talked about this four before. Mm-hmm. Just four. We've Just talked four. about four. Uh, so when you have a racist character in a piece of media written by white people, mm-hmm. that baddie tends to be so outrageously and obviously racist that everyone can look at that person and say, "Ew." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that little. <laughs> Ew.
1: <laughs> 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 okay. Good. I think we've yeah. really let we everyone know exactly there. how we're feeling. Yeah.
0: Good. But that doesn't show the level of racism that exists just through being socialized in our society. It doesn't make us look at microaggressions or privilege. It instead gives us a very clear villain to identify, but not identify with. Yeah. And there are aspects of the family that are mocked or held up for inspection, like... Their moral compass, right? Quote unquote. Uh, their form of fundamentalism. Their hoarding of wealth. But it's not exposed as a deeper issue than just the family. Yeah. Yes, this family caused immense harm to communities, and neighborhoods. But it doesn't examine the ways that this family can actually represent insidious racism within the legal system, or housing, or banking, or any of yeah. that.
1: Yeah. It really doesn't give us a why at all. No. They're just like, boy, they sure do like money. Oh, huh. Like, why? I mean, I guess, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so the villains are just mommy and daddy, not yeah. the system that created and enabled them. Right. And to be fair, it also shows cops being incredibly useless when they're called to the scene. <laughs> like twice. Yep. Uh, like, hey folks,
1: we're here to do nothing.
0: <laughs> you have <laughs> <Okay. cookies. laughs> uh, but it very much just shows cops will not help people of color without actually digging into police brutality or the origin right. of policing in the United States. And so it's played for laughs of, like, yeah. oh, look at them being useless, but it's not really interrogating, like, whiteness right. in any real way. So it's not, like, locating a source for the critique. It's yeah. just, like, look at them, huh? Yeah. So in, the com- in one of the commentary tracks on, like, one of the DVD releases, Craven has said that the House is meant to represent, quote, the whole society of the United States, which is a lot to represent. Okay. Uh, and I can see that intention. I think that focuses on a leaf instead of a branch. Or... Yeah, like... focuses, like, on a leaf on a branch instead of the roots of the tree. Right. It's like, I'm going to look at this one outcome and just lambast it. Right. But it's not saying, like, well, what grew that leaf? Yeah. And I think that's important. So I'm not trying to shred this movie. Like... No. It came out 30 years ago. Yeah. And has been largely lauded as being ahead of its time. Yeah. And we've talked about before how saying something was, like, you know, it's... It's it from a age era, well yeah. Or, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. Jordan Peele identifies it as a source of inspiration for Get Out in a way that, like, oh, okay. It takes suburban whiteness and reveals the evil within it. Right. My critique is basically saying, like, this is satire pointed in the correct general direction, but not incisive enough. Yeah. It's not, like, cutting actually to the heart it's trying. of the issue. It's yeah. trying to get there.
1: It's trying. But, like, yeah. It has a little bit of stuff to do, still.
0: It has some work. I have some, notes, you know? It has some little, little bits of work. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> But generally, like, I'm a fan of satire. Yeah. But I think that it really does have to be focused in a way that... Hiccups. (laughs) Satire really has to get that hiccup in there. Yeah. Um, But it needs to focus on, like, what creates the violence in society instead of looking at the end result and being like, oh, Reaganism, am I right? Well, what led to that? (gasps) Right. Like, what upholds that? So that's society.
1: Beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, that was one thing that, like... (laughs) i because i like this movie i'm just saying oh i've had such a blast it's wild as fuck but it's pointed in the right direction it's it's doing its best but Mm -hmm. while i was watching it it was kind of like how'd they get like this Uh i was like what is going on i understand where they're coming from and i understand where they're trying to go yeah i was just like just give me i need some backstory yeah because if not i i truly just don't understand how they got like that and in my mind now instead of being like a society is racist and society is this instead i'm just like oh they're weird
0: like yeah because <laughs> they're just fucking weird and racist it's like oh they made cheap coffins for big prices and then right. they got crazier and like more incestuous every year and i'm just like
1: so what you're saying is that they're greedy <sighs> racist and the the i don't know fucking weird it's <laughs> fucking weird and uh but why but why it gets to the root of why yeah What's the intent? <laughs> but uh interesting. I like that. Oh, thank That's you. good. Wow. wow. <laughs> um my I'm going to tell you right now about my notes, okay? I'm excited. I wanted to take notes on like real things mm-hmm. and be like, what was the lighting like? What was this like? But this movie was so weird that all I did was make weird observations. I kept going, "What? <laughs> A what? Uh-huh." So, no guarantee that it's um great. <laughs>
0: I... Um, Let's get into it. (laughs) I have my, like, normal length of notes, but I had very few to copy over to my actual notes. Yeah, like, as I was doing... Because, like, what I do is, I keep my voice to text,
1: whatever. Like, I'll just take little notes as I'm watching it. And as I was watching it, I was like, good, yep. And then at the end, I read them back. And I went... I said nothing productive. I truly just went, ah, whoa, whoa. Like, <laughs> it was just reaction.
0: I had constant things of me trying to like track what was happening. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, they're in the bathroom and then this. And then wait, they're shooting through the wall. Right. What is that suit? And like, I kept bouncing back Yeah, it was just, yeah, it was just like,
1: oh, huh, whoa, whoa. There were so many things to see. And if you looked away for a second, you would be like, who is this now? Now what's happening? Mm-hmm. I couldn't afford it. I couldn't afford good notes. Um, I can see where like they tried to do some, what is the word I'm trying to think of? Like symbolism or something Mm -hmm. to like further their satire, you know, with like the stairs about how it's like he got all the way up there and then this white guy pulls a thing and all of a sudden he's all the way back down where he started. Well, you know, I got it. I was like, I see what you're doing. I get some of it. But then other times I'd be like, but what's with these people under the stairs? (laughs) Uh huh. Uh huh. So it's kind of like. Huh. Also, everybody under the stairs was white. Mm -hmm. Was that anything or were they
0: just like. So, I mean, the entire like impetus, like the people under the stairs to me are more not tangential, that's not the right word, but they're not the core of the story. They're like a point of conflict and they end up being like a saving, like, yeah, like they help. Right. But to me, they're not actually the focus of the theme yeah because it's more about like fool right and like the draining of money out of his community and so to me the people under the stairs are like isn't that weird we got them too and then they're useful for the plot right i didn't see a ton that's what i was trying to figure out i was trying to figure out what their
1: role was within the like satire element i was like are they supposed to be like I don't know, uh, fellow communities that are also, like, struggling financially, but but they're white. I was like, what What are you trying to tell me here? And then at the end, I just went, there are people under the stairs. There are people <laughs> under the stairs. I truly really was just like, well, the title told me what they are. There are people yeah. under the stairs. So we got to move on from them or else I'll stay there forever. Oh, yeah. So let's see what I wrote. It can't be good. <laughs> um. Oh, I actually did. Okay, okay. I do have some genuine notes, but... I had some genuine
0: stuff before it got too wild. They introduce characters well, besides Mm. people under the stairs. Let's let's move from... We've moved on. We can't talk about the people under the stairs while we talk about the people under the stairs. We can't. We just simply cannot. Move on.
1: Grow up. So... (laughs) But no, they introduce characters well. I'm not saying that they get their intent correct, or they get... You know what I mean? Yeah. But they introduce them in a way that felt natural mm-hmm. rather than like hello my name is fool i am this yeah you know what i mean like yeah. it didn't feel like i was being hit over the head with the info about the character mm-hmm. so when they introduced fool in the very beginning with the tarot reading you never one. even see two of them but you really understand their relationship and you understand like his vibes in the movie kind yeah. of And then like the way she describes him as the fool and that's his nickname. And it's like, oh, it's not a bad thing. It just means that you're ignorant and you're starting out and like you're new to this. I love that. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's great. So I already got a feeling for like him, his family, his sister, like his relationship to all of them. And then we get Leroy who like, even though we don't get a ton of info about him and like his relationship to this family, I feel like that felt intentional where it's like his anger was so like i don't know was all of him you know yeah. what i mean like that was kind of his character was that he was angry and he was willing to do whatever it took to like you know get his revenge even if it meant just leaving fool like in the dust or whatever so i was like i get it yeah. I, I i don't understand necessarily how it plays into the the theme but I get it.
0: <laughs> they used Leroy as a vehicle for like every sexual innuendo that they. Could oh, I know. Get in there because he just constantly, like, he made a joke at one point to fool, and was like, I don't even, know, I don't even know what that means, and he would like, say things, and I'd be like, well, for what reason? <laughs> too young for tits, too old for ass. Fucked either way. I don't understand. Yeah, and I was like,
1: <laughs> and was like, what? And then he was like, what are they gonna do? Make me the president? The president of pussy? A pussy? And I was like, what? <laughs> It was like, he was just such an, a weird character to yes. me and not in like a horrible way he just was like one-dimensional yes but he, and- it, he almost felt like he was just there to like get fool in the house yeah and that was it and he was supposed to be like this angry i'm gonna fight the man but also i'm gonna leave this child behind like
0: <laughs> yeah and then in my dying breath i will tell him to run yes, exactly that no. way okay. <laughs> there's nowhere to go
1: So like his character was weird to me. They would introduce some characters really well. Yeah. And then they would introduce others in such a weird way that I was like, huh, okay. Like Leroy, I wanted more from him, but also was kind of like, well, I guess he's dead. Does it matter? You know? I was like, I don't know. So, um, interesting for him. There was something I was going to say that I was like, oh, that was really funny. But now I don't remember what it was. I'll come back later. Okay. (laughs) We'll get there eventually. Um, also his name is fool and poindexter double whammy. I was like, she can't win either way. Well, he was like, friends call me fool, but my name's Poindexter. I was like, just stick with fool, just stick with fool. <laughs> um, also, again, I don't know if this is on purpose, but like the the like building that he's staying in, it felt like a cartoon or exaggerated representation of like a bad neighborhood. Yeah. Like,
0: and I didn't know if that was intentional or. I couldn't tell either because there was so much happening. <laughs> I I think you have to take a while to get back to, like, why it was shown that way. And, yeah. like, there's a part where Fool, like, sees the piles of bones. Like, no wonder there's no money in the ghetto. And right. And to me, it's supposed to, like, reinforce the idea that money is being sucked out of this community. Right. And that's what happens in a vacuum. And, like, the war right. on drugs keeps doing that. And, like... The, like, arrests and, like, incarceration. Like, it just does that. Yeah. And so I just don't think it showed strongly enough that it's not, like... Because it was... It's not, like, a bad thing. Like,
1: I understood what they were trying to show. Yeah. It just didn't get explained. And, like, there was no, like... (laughs) I don't know. Like you said when we were talking about Nerd Corner. There's really no, like, uh, catalyst. There's no starter. There's nothing to, like, get them to where they are. So all we know is that there's no money. And if there's no money, this is what happens.
0: And I'm like, but there are other things too. <laughs> <Yeah>. And it's <laughs> so... I feel like you have to kind of like, if you're going to be a white director and yeah. be like, oh, look at this awful living situation and all these people doing bad things. Right. Like, you're not doing a good service unless you contextualize what people like, in power have done to right. create that situation.
1: I was like, you, you, you can't, yeah, just... <sighs> he really just was leaned hard into the, well, they're freaks. <laughs> it's like... Yes, but (laughs) there's got to be more to it, my man. Um, I was honestly surprised because it was like a white director and everything. I was honestly very surprised to see people who weren't white in the ghetto, like in the neighborhood. I was like, wow. (laughs) Because remember when we watched Candyman? Mm -hmm. I don't... Was anyone... Or was it just basically like, oh, black communities, this is what happens. Like, Yeah, I think that was. That uh, was a little rough. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember we talked yeah. about that and we were kind of like, oh, the white savior came uh-huh. in and don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> I was genuinely, I watched this and I went, oh, you included white people in this neighborhood too. Wow. I was like, surprised, West Great. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> but all right. Um, I also wrote, kill Leroy. And then I said, just saying. <laughs> he really pissed me off that was literally one of my first notes so i was
0: not a fan no the misogyny the homophobia it was wild like, the from the, the beginning like he yeah when he was like don't talk groovy. to me like
1: that and like pushed her ag- yeah. against the stove and i was like no leroy and then he's supposed to be this like character that we're supposed to find like gross but endearing you know and i didn't
0: no i didn't like leroy um <laughs> i also didn't like spencer
1: Oh no, Spencer died so fast. I went okay. He's like good. <laughs> I know, literally, they were like he was scared to death, and I went okay. Nice, suck. I guess. Um, I will say the other thing. The other people they introduced really well was the family. Yeah. Um, they did a good job with their main characters. I guess is what I'm getting at.
0: Yeah, it's like they introduced their core characters really yeah. well. It's like you know who Ruby is. Like yeah. she cares deeply about Fool and the family. Right. And then everyone else was like enough character. Enough no yeah but like enough character to like help push the plot yeah like
1: the mom we don't know anything about the mom but we know fool is doing this like for her like leroy again he sucks we know he's a you know misogynistic asshole whatever but he we know that he needs money as well he's gonna get fool into the house they gave us you know the bare minimum for some of them but for the family the way they introduced them so spooky (laughs) yeah i liked that a lot actually Because it was, like, so subtle at first that I was like, oh, they're just, like, really strict and she's scared of him when she gives him the food. I was like, oh, you know, must just be really strict dad and really strict mom. Like, she's just not allowed to go anywhere. Yeah. And then the further you get into the movie, you're like, oh, my God. (laughs) They gave us nothing. Go, girl, give us nothing. Uh And I still understood that they were, like, scary. Yeah. So that was good. Yeah. I, I liked that um and they kept it dark too so the house just seemed like a house you know like mm-hmm. the fire was going i think or a tv or something
0: yeah in the beginning they're like in front of a fire yeah and yeah. dad's eating a uh, meatful buckshot
1: <laughs> which was so funny he's just like ah, damn buckshot i was like why you got that in there where are you going hunting aren't you in the city and then you find out later yeah. again loved it bring it back so great introduced them really well um I said, ah, so we're going to watch these racists get their comeuppance, I hope. And that's really what we... Yeah. That's it. Yeah? Eventually. <laughs> Eventually. We really got to sit through a lot of horrible people, <laughs> horrible racist people, before
0: they get their comeuppance. Yeah. With, like, actual slurs being dropped.
1: Yeah. I was like, dang, really going hard into it, huh? Okay. Because sometimes they just make people kind of shitty, and you're just supposed to be like, well, they're the villains, so, you know, they're kind of shitty. And yeah. this one, you're like... Oh my gosh. <laughs> i fear for how shitty they are yeah guess that's the point um this was one thing i noticed technically that i couldn't tell if it was a me thing mm-hmm. or a youth a both of us thing is this is me, um, me or you <laughs> uh it sounded like they were dubbing in some of the lines after oh, did you notice oh,
0: that at all sure didn't
1: because they do a little like a lot for some movies yeah where like if they're struggling with the environment they're in, if there's yeah. wind or anything, they'll just like have the people say their lines, yeah. and then they'll bring them in later and be like, "Now say them again." And it just sometimes would sound like that, mm-hmm. and I would watch their mouths so closely to be like, "Say it," <laughs> and then I couldn't tell because they do a good job, obviously. Yeah, but I think they were dubbed in okay. some of them, not always, but there were a lot of times where it would be really crisp uh-huh. and like so enunciated and clear that i was like you are saying that into a mic there is no way that you were sitting in a van talking right now <laughs> amazing um, did not clock that at all that is something i'd be interested to find out yeah i don't know if it's true but I also to believe you now juicy foley
0: <sighs> oh lordy yeah oh my god <laughs> yeah
1: this was one of those ones where you could tell that they were doing like foley work and it was so cool also, now that I know what Foley is, my inner girlfriend's a nurse. And now that I know the other definition for Foley, I'm always like, oh, my God. I'm not talking about catheters. I'm not talking about catheters. <laughs> Juicy Foley work. Um, You could hear, like, the footsteps when he would walk. He'd be, like, walking. And it wouldn't match his foot perfectly. But it was so crisp. It's like, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I thought it was so fun to watch. Every time they would do anything, like, p- close a door, it would happen just slightly, like, before or after. And I'd be like, yeah. Absolutely. Uh huh. Ah, oh, that's the, that's the good stuff. That's when you know you got it. Good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so absolutely juicy Foley for the '90s too, coming yeah. out of the the '80s. So I was like, mm, I see we're mm-hmm. still crisp. Mm-hmm. Uh, this woman with her face window.
0: I had a I had a series of moments with the <laughs> face window. <laughs> face window. She closed it again and opened it, and I was like, girl, just open the door. And I. <laughs> I felt like it ended up being so <sighs> fascinating to have like what your first impression of mommy is. And mm-hmm. then when you actually get inside, you realize like, no, she is the dominant one in this pairing. Yeah. But she seems not timid, but very cautious. She seemed very cautious. And she seemed like
1: she was doing every, in the beginning yeah. for him, like yeah. giving him dinner, doing this. So I was like, oh, she's like subservient to him. No, 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 she is not. <laughs> she is not. With Her little window. The anger she had. He'll open my window. He'll open a window. Everyone watches Zombie Scooby-Doo. Zombie Zombie (laughs) Scooby-Doo. Zombie Scooby-Doo Island. And you'll understand what I'm doing. Uh I'm not going to correct that. Shut up. Well, the
0: funny Uh, thing, I never know if it's Scooby-Doo on Zombie Isle or on Zombie Island. I think it's Island. I don't remember. I think it's Island, but... I don't know. There's no way we could ever I just called
1: it zombie Scooby Island, so (laughs) I clearly don't know. Uh, (laughs) Also, did you notice the handcuffs on the roof? When they, like, they do, like, a bird's eye shot that, like, slowly... I I can't remember if it's when the van is pulling up or if it's when Fool is first walking up to the house to be, like, in his Eagle Scout uniform. There's... They, like, pan down from the roof and there's just handcuffs, like, littered on the roof. I sure did not i could be wrong
0: but i, I remember
1: you. i remember seeing it and then i wrote handcuffs on the roof question <laughs> mark uh my only assumption was that it was roach and how many times he's been like caught and how many times he's been like nope and <laughs> gets rid of yep, his handcuffs yep. so i was like that's a neat touch if it is yeah um they had some, all the people you know, that tried to escape and right? were killed yeah. before they could. <laughs> so either way i was like yeah we're getting a taste of something sinister here yeah um so they had some good details. Every now and then I'd be like, mm, I see what you've done. It's good. The set dressings were fun. Mm. It felt like a home that wasn't really lived in, yeah. but in a, but for a good reason. Like
0: a show home because everything yes. is a facade. Like Exactly. Their existence is to cover yes. their like vileness. So it just felt
1: like for once, instead of having a home, like what was it we were watching? I swear it was like Annabelle or something. It was one of them,
0: yeah. Where the
1: house just felt awful. Yeah. And I was like, this, is, this isn't this is lived in at all. I'm mm-hmm. not getting any. There weren't boxes. They had just moved in. I was like, what is going on? Whereas this one didn't feel lived in, but for a good reason. I was like, mm, okay, smart. I like that. Uh, her face went Why does Spencer look like he's aged 30 years? And then when he said he was scared to death, I went, I see.
0: Yes, yeah, rapid aging. I- I- <laughs> it made
1: me laugh pretty hard because they weren't. I didn't think they were going to explain it. And I was like, what just happened? You can't just show this white-haired man and be like, that's what happens when was you like, die. I like, did
0: they desiccate him to death? Yeah. Like, did they, I, don't.
1: <laughs> I was like, was that his disguise? And I just wasn't looking. So, you know. Um, also, one of my favorite lines to come out of this. <laughs> well, one of my I'm favorite so lines. Excited. A man ain't dead just because he's laying on the floor.
0: <laughs> I laughed so hard. That was... Because I thought he was dead. He's literally... We like, were being scolded. Not fool. Yeah. We were being scolded the audience. Because I was like, oh, he's got to be dead. His he face is going to be... down. Had, I thought he was going to have his Chomped. face partially gnawed off. I thought for sure it would be like,
1: oh, man, he put his face in there. They got him. Yeah. And he's like, what's up? And I'm like, oh! <laughs> A man ain't dead just because he's laying on the floor. And I was like, fair enough? I mean, I can't fault you for that. No. Um, also, they had some really cool... uh special effects sure but what am am i trying to say moments with fool like Mm -hmm. fool just had some really cool ideas yeah when he would like the candle thing with the coins oh my that's one of my notes is that like that's my favorite fucking thing but my other favorite is with the dog even though i'm like oh poor dog but when he touches the doorknob and i'm like that's so smart because you showed him get shocked and he was like oh i hated that and then he's like oh i know what i can do and it's just, he's so good. Fool is such a good character yeah. because, again, he lives up to his name. I was yeah. like, your only solution was to shock yourself? And then I'm like, but it worked. It worked. <laughs> he's just such a little cutie. I just want to
0: hug him. I know. protect him.
1: I know. I was like, I love you. Like, yeah. mm, I loved him. Uh, the poor pup. He's so smart. <laughs> and then I said, uh... Just save Leroy's life. And now he won't let him in the closet. What a dick. And then he immediately dies. And I went, oh, there he goes.
0: <laughs> as soon as Leroy wouldn't let him in the closet, I was like, oh, this will be his downfall. Yeah. This is how Leroy dies. And I was like, because good. Because he was in the closet. He
1: literally, like fool, literally was willing to fucking shock the shit out of himself to get that dog off of Leroy and was like, you just got to trust me. And then immediately he went, bye. <laughs> just shoved a child out of a closet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A child that he got into this situation. I did laugh really hard though when he goes run fool and then she goes what did he call you a fool uh-huh. and then I was like no oh, it's that's funny, that's funny. Uh, your nickname is saving you <laughs> um also this was my real favorite line this made me laugh I'm so, so hard that I had to pause it uh-huh was when she Alice has saved fool uh-huh. um and she's just sitting in the corner, and he looks all scared. And he's like, what? You've never seen a brother before? And she goes, I don't have a brother. I was <laughs> like, Alice, you sweet summer child. I know. Yep, and then yep. when he goes, I mean a black person. And she's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I also cackled at that. Because, like, you got to love Alice. There's truly not a racist bone in her body, mostly because I don't think there's a thought in her head. No. And that's not her fault, no. but it is very funny yeah. to watch in this specific situation. Obviously, I'm not saying what happened to Alice is so funny. I'm just saying that the way that they're portraying this character, she did a great job. Yeah. Because, like, obviously this movie is supposed to be a comedy. And if they weren't trying to play some of this for laughs, I'd be like, this is so fucked up. Yeah. But because they are, I'm like, yes, I can laugh at your lines. Uh-huh. She cracked me up. Things would happen and she'd be like, they don't get it. Right. <laughs> When he was like, don't you want to go outside and see the trees? And she's like, what? <laughs> trees? <laughs> I don't know this. Oh, poor Alice. You sweet, sweet baby. I just laughed so hard. You have never seen a brother before. I don't have a brother.
0: <laughs> what well, another line was like, your father's one bad mother. Your mother's bad mother, too. so good.
1: Oh, your mother's bad mother? Yeah. And
0: She's like, you're speaking evil.
1: <laughs> Alice oh you poor thing oh man (laughs) and then this is when we get the iconic moment this oh boy the twist and turns he's already been shooting at him Mm -hmm. and he's chasing him and then he all of a sudden turns the corner and he's in this full leather getup, and you're like
0: (laughs) I can't it's leather daddy (laughs) it is leather daddy
1: I couldn't handle it I couldn't I couldn't oh my god Oh, that was so weird.
0: It's like American Horror Story. Here. Yeah,
1: because, like, <laughs> oh, my God, where yeah. did it come from?
0: He just was go? like, <laughs> where did you come from? Leather Daddy? <laughs> leather <laughs> Dad Joe? Leather, <laughs> Dad. <laughs> leather Dad Joe?
1: He just was like a, he looked like a regular tall man, and then all of a sudden he's head to toe in leather, and he's like, I'll get you. I,
0: I will... Oh my god! I don't have any words about no, it because
1: I, don't. I just because it was truly such an odd choice that I yeah. don't know what it's supposed. To, I don't know. I have no idea.
0: I have a trope later, and it was like, well, let me find it oh. because I don't have a ton to say about this trope. But bondage is bad, yeah. And it's like he wears a leather suit associated with BDSM, and at some point he there's something else, but like, <laughs> it, it, I think that the leather suit, aside from being Funny. funny as hell it's supposed to highlight that he's evil and unwell which is unfair to people that practice kink consensually yeah, right? <laughs> like i was like okay but it was also
1: just it was really funny, hilarious right? and also i love that it doesn't change any bit of his personality no. he truly is still the weird bumbling fucking guy from mm-hmm. the beginning except now he's just in full leather Yes, and you're like sure yeah this, this movie was just so weird that at every point i just go it doesn't matter. It's fine. Why not? Why not? So I said, "What's with the leather?" And then I said, "Punch that dog right in the face."
0: <laughs> yeah, just yeah. Oh, psh, juicy punch right the way in the he face. That dog. I have it in so, my nose.
1: Listen, don't ever punch a dog.
0: But yeah. that was funny as hell. This just as a, if anyone is listening and has not watched this, if you are sensitive to animals being harmed, do not watch this film don't. or skip certain parts. Right.
1: I will say they put that dog through the ringer. Every time you think to yourself. This is it for the dog. It's not. You're going to get more. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. They do give that dog a big old punch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that was wild. Here's another weird thing that I noticed. And I was like, Kate, we'll have an answer maybe. So they're, they're under the stairs, right? Uh-huh. These people. Uh, we get, we're at a part now where like Roach has saved Fool a few mm-hmm. times. And now he's in the basement. Mm-hmm. He's seeing the people for the first time.
0: Why do they all have a flashlight? uh there's it says earlier on that they give them meat and flashlights <laughs> i don't know why they give them flashlights but it's like they get food and flashlights that's funnier than if you hadn't told me anything mm-hmm. what i don't know why Why? i don't know
1: so they put these people in the basement they cut off a piece of meat from a person they've murdered and they go here's your meat yep and here's your flashlights." Yes.
0: And they have a pile of flashlights in the corner, like, great, add it to the pile. Like, what are well, we going to fucking do with this one? Do they go and buy them in bulk?
1: Or maybe do they accidentally like, order too many?
0: Or maybe it's like when you first get sent to the basement, it's like, here's your meat, here's your flashlight, keep the flashlight. We are not giving you a second one. This is your flashlight. <laughs>
1: I just, I had so many questions. And the fact that you answered it so easily <sighs> makes me have more questions.
0: What? I, I don't know.
1: <laughs> I do not know. Okay, I'm going to move on because if I don't, I'm going to lose my mind. Yeah. What? <laughs> Why? Also, this movie has what every good movie should have. A classic crotch punch. Whop-bam, whoop bam Right to the crotch. Yeah. I really was <laughs> not surprised, but uh, it did make me laugh really hard. It reminds me of King of the Hill. Have mm. you seen that
0: episode? No.
1: Well, there's an episode where Bobby is getting beat up a lot. And he's like, I'll take self-defense classes. But in the while he's taking self-defense classes, he finds a different self-defense class that's specifically for, like, women. Mm-hmm. And he takes the class. And then <laughs> one of the catchphrases when you kick the guy in the crotch is, that's my purse. I don't know you. So Bobby, anytime someone picks on him, he kicks him in the crotch. And he goes, that's my purse. I don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> so that is what I pictured when he did it. I was like, that's my purse. I don't know you.
0: Amazing. Fun fact,
1: my college, d- my, you know how you decorate your cap? Yeah. Mine had a picture of Bobby going like angrily and it said, that's my diploma. I don't know you. Amazing. <laughs> it did not get enough attention.
0: Uh, me and my friends, we all decorated our caps separately, but yeah. then we put our caps in the middle and we all chose something from the room. Yeah. And we thought for a while, like, where are we gonna? And then we decided you are my rose and we split it up between us. So like, go 1% you, 1% R. Oh, and I, no. I had rose. Oh, so you're <laughs> thriving. Mine made sense. Oh, good. But everyone else was like,
1: R. <laughs> <laughs> I was so proud of mine and, like... Everyone was just like, I don't get it. And I was that's like, amazing. that's my purse. I don't know you. I'll show you a clip. It's I need stuff. to see that. Yeah. But it's very funny. And that's what it reminded me of. Mm. I was like, nice. Um, I'm, I'm almost done. Oh, I, one of my other favorite lines is when he comes back, Fool does, and Alice is like, oh, he said he killed you. He and exaggerated. He's like, he exaggerated.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> I love that. I wrote that down because that's one of my favorite lines.
1: It was really good. Poor Prince finally kicks right. it. Um loved daddy's weird little I got him dance. Yeah. That was yeah. a fun dynamic between him and mommy. Yeah. <laughs> um, Because like, she's so by the book. She's like, we're gonna do this and blah, blah, blah. And she's always kind of angry. But daddy's kind of fun. Like, he's disgusting and a freak and weird. Yes. But he would he would do these things and I was like oh he's so proud of himself (laughs) yeah I was like oh he's in his full leather outfit with a shotgun going I got him I got him I got him and you're like calm down are you okay and then when she doesn't celebrate with him for a brief second I went be nice to him and then I went wait no don't (laughs) it was like this horrible moment where he was dancing and she was like angry and I went he's just happy (laughs) And then I went, how dare you make me feel I bad? Had the for other way. I was like,
0: Crush's dreams.
1: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so how just, I reacted. I just hated the mom so much because um, she scared me so bad yeah. that I was like, let him have this. And then I went, no, don't. Don't let him have this.
0: Give <laughs> a second. He was like chaotic evil and she was like lawful evil. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Where it's like, he's just going to do violent random shit. He had shit. like nothing
1: going on up here. No. Oh,
0: ow, I hit my, <laughs> in my glasses when I said that. <laughs> And I think that it got worse with each successive to the forehead. Absolutely, um, but she had like a twisted logic that made sense for her exactly. And it's like she thought she was following something. Yeah,
1: he had no path. That man was just on a wild ride, just shooting every which way. He's, he's doing something. Uh, also, the drop down the chimney that was so it looked like <laughs> it looked like they were speeding up like a caterpillar crawl.
0: I, I was like, is this how they did the Twilight is vampire walking? <laughs> 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 I laughed so hard. Oh. I want to talk about technical aspects, but I really
1: don't have any other than just, wow, what a wild film. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate their set dressings. I think they did a good job with it. Mm-hmm. The They had really, really cool moments with Fool. They kept his character so well, like, yeah. throughout the whole film. With the candle thing. Oh, God. It's like, hey, it's a genius. The kid would do genius things. And then sometimes he'd fuck up and you were like, yeah, he's a fool. I love him. Like when he has the shotgun and he does the like, if you got, what does he say? If you have
0: a prayer, say it now. Say
1: it now. And then he does the stairs and he falls down. And I was like, fool, you've been on those stairs. He uh-huh. did that to you already once.
0: What are you doing?
1: <laughs> so you, you love him. You do. He's a little goof. Yeah. Um. Honestly, those are all my notes. Okay. I just thought the characters were good and, you know, it was weird.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, my notes aren't much <laughs> um this is a little silly a little sad oh, yeah. uh i was watching or i was getting the content warnings from mm-hmm. does the dog die and every now and then there are like content warnings that are added to the site that i mm-hmm. haven't seen before yeah and it, i saw depictions of 9-11 but i read it as predictions of 9-11 <laughs> and I was like impressive <laughs> they were like someday <laughs>
1: depictions of
0: 9-11 there weren't in this because it hadn't happened oh, yet
1: but I thought you were like i thought you were saying that and i went kate that is a prediction this was made 1991
0: no no no. on does the dog die there's just this master list oh of i like, see yeah. i see and you go through and people will like thumbs up or thumbs or like right. say like, say yes, or like no. yes or no yeah 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 um but i was like if there's a movie with predictions <laughs> <laughs> i thought you were saying this i had it and no. i was like no
1: and I literally, for a second, tried to think. I went, okay, so they were in the house. Do they have a picture?
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that was a wild ride for me. Continue their notes. I'm so sorry. Um, So while I was watching, um, like, a little trivia thing popped up. And yeah. I, like, angrily exited it. I didn't read it. Because I do not care for general trivia before the movie begins. I want unsullied first impressions. And I want you to know that we had the exact opposite. <laughs> trajectory here my trivia popped up and I
1: desperately went no what does it say and then it went away and I went fuck and I I was so sad I was like I just wanted to know and so we had the exact opposite I was gonna
0: ask you what it was now I know not I wish I knew i was so sad amazing okay um (laughs) damn it Uh, then I have a note for the first Burn in Hell. Yeah. Uh, and then I said, how many are in this film? I want there to be, like, a cut somewhere of every time Mommy or Daddy says Burn in Hell. Is there one? I don't know, but if there's not, I want to make it. Because. Burn in Hell. 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 (laughs) (laughs) I was like, it'd be a great cut. Oh, yeah, that would be really good. Uh, and then my note, like, I don't know if this is actually the term to describe this mm-hmm. but it's adultification of black children because like oh usually from like my understanding mm-hmm. of it is that it's like the adultification of black girls yeah. when they talk about them being like older than their years yeah, yeah. or like more mature or like basically they're not letting black girls have a childhood right and they're yeah putting responsibility and blame on them yeah and then that also ties into, like, carcerality and, like, the way that, like, we criminalize kids of color and the way that everyone is telling Fool that he has to be the man in the house, that he has to oh, do something. And it's, like, he is, like, a little adult running through that house. And every he now he and is. then it's, like, oh, well, he's a literal child. <laughs> yeah, I know. He'll do things and you go, oh, that's a child. Yeah. Like, he's
1: 13. Oh, tops. He has literally turned 13. That's that was it, his okay. birthday.
0: Yeah, I was like, I know it's his birthday. He was like, I'm I was- seven hours into being 13. <laughs> and I was yep. like, oh, fool. <laughs> sweet, sweet, fool. fool. Um, I have a note about my childhood. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, good, yes. Those were not next to each other, but now I seem like, okay. Uh, <laughs> Oh, it was... Like when you see them like flipping switches and like dropping down like a shelf and stuff. It's like when I was a kid, I would draw tons of like house layouts with secret passageways and it'd be like my toy room. And it's like it would be hidden. That's how you get through it. And I, well, I wish I had that. Not for this purpose. No. But for my own good purposes. Toys and books. Yeah. And it was a place where mom wouldn't make me clean. She wouldn't. (laughs) Couldn't get in there. You can't do it, mom. Too small. Hear that? Kelly song. Uh, and then at one point she's like, time to clean house, spring cleaning. And I was like, she goes,
1: full spring
0: cleaning. And I was uh, like, no, (laughs) because it was like domesticity, 50s housewife, fundamentalism, horror. Like all of it was just like, it was a nightmare. And everyone seemed to know what she meant. They were like, yep. Okay. And Mm -hmm. I was like, why do you know this? I don't like this. Uh, then Roach is in the furnace Uh with fool. And I, I have it up. Roach is going to die. Oh, he's dead. <laughs> it was just so fast. I was so sad. He was just like, oh no. Ro- <sighs> it was just so fast that I was type. I was mid typing. Roach is going to die, isn't he? And the- oh, he's dead. There was <laughs> no. when I Okay.
1: I, I had talked about earlier that I'd seen this. Yeah. And I didn't remember anything other than Roach dying. Yeah. For some weird reason. That's all I remembered. And in my head, it was drawn out yep. and also way further into the movie. Mm-hmm. I thought Roach was there for the long haul. And then Roach helps him, like, once, and then kicks it. And I'm like, what?
0: Yup. <laughs> what? Yup. He's been oh, trying man. to catch
1: him for months. One shot, and he's done. Well, oh, He was
0: slowed down yeah, you know, by yeah. someone that didn't know the walls. As well as oh, them.
1: I know. R.I.P. Peter Roach. I liked him a lot. Rip
0: to a real one. Rip to a real one. Roach. Uh, and then my other notes are just, like, full making the comment of, like, no wonder there's no money in the ghetto. And it's, like, yeah. a joke line, but it's also, like, maybe the broadest indictment of wealth hoarding and whiteness. But it's still focused on this one basement full of money. It's still just them, yeah. Yeah.
1: Interesting. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Those are my notes. I wanted to say more, but again, it was just weird, and they also
1: just gave us no backstory to, like, (laughs) these characters.
0: I... Yeah. So... Scariest moment? Oh, boy. I had a really hard time finding this. I'm really or figu- struck- Finding like, this in my soul.
1: I'm just struggling to, like, really think of one. You go first if you have one. And then I can, like, I can go
0: from there. I think it'd be early on when he first, like, gets scared by the people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because they're on, like, one side and he sees, okay, uh, Spencer's dead and, like, part of his hand is gone or Uh part of his face is gone or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And all you get are like flashing moving lights and you don't fully understand how much division there is. Right. And if he's safe where he is Mm -hmm. or not. And so to me like that, like there's moving lights, everything's strange. You don't know how he's going to get out. Like that was like a scary feeling. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think I have mine. Mine was, um, a weird one, but for some reason it like grows me out. Um, when she takes her and she's, she had just pushed Alice down and she's making her clean up the blood, which is already kind of a spooky moment. But then when she puts her in the bath. That was horrific. Yeah. And it's like boiling and she's like, get in," And she's like, it's too hot. And she's like, the hell, the, what is it? The fires fires of hell hell are hotter. And I was like, ugh. And then that child is a tomato after. She's so red. And you're just like, Oh my God. So, I don't know why, but that one just stuck with me. There were a lot of moments, but none were quite, like, scary enough for me to be like, oh, that's it. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, that one
0: really grossed me out. It was like, ugh. There's a moment in the film that, like, really unsettled me. Yeah. And it's when Alice is up on the, up in the attic, Uh and she has, like, Fool has just released. Oh, the I brick. know what part you're gonna say, and I hated it. Yeah. And so she's pretending to be tied up still yep. because Daddy has just come up and right. she needs him to stay where he can't see her. Right. So that he can't see that she has like been released right. from the shackles. And she's like, Help me, let me down, like I whatever. Right. And he like gropes himself. Ugh. And then mommy interrupts. Yeah. And it's like, you need to help me into bed. And he like, pause it. And to me, that was just like, it so was so gross. Mena- it was vile. It was menacing. And it menacing. was so
1: out of left field because like, it hadn't
0: been a thing the whole rest of the movie. movie. <laughs> like, and so it was just like, okay. And then he has one other moment where he's like, he did it with my little girl. Like, the, that, that was her- like, right. He has a fixation on her purity or right. whatever. But there were only like, two real call-outs to it and i was yeah. like i don't like that <laughs> it was yeah like they didn't have much and it that one just felt like and it was it came out of nowhere it
1: felt like like i understood his not understood you yeah. know what i mean like i yeah. saw his obsession with her purity but i didn't notice that until it was right there and i went Ugh. yeah, yeah. uh
0: uh-uh. uh uh-uh. uh-uh, no.
1: so that's a honorable scariest moment
0: my <laughs> yeah yeah. I think actually now that I'm thinking about my actual scariest moment, it's like not something that I have the like visceral reaction to because I'm not someone that has that experience. Right. But um it's when Leroy is like there's sorry, my brain is like not moving. <laughs> So daddy um has the gun mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it's when you first like see him with the gun so right. you're like oh like is he going to like use it to threaten someone no he just fucking shoots oh, and I know. so that's when he shoots Leroy because Ugh. like it it's just so fast yeah. and it's like that is
1: like, that guns nightmare. freaks me out I'm not I don't a fan. Like guns. <laughs> yeah.
0: But then also it's just like that is still the problem yeah. where it's a white man shooting a black person and it's With just like no
1: thought just so fast just no
0: regard just it's like, like without hesitation just like when we watched
1: x it's the same thing where yeah. it's like he did it so fast yeah. and you get no time to like be scared or be
0: sad it just yeah. happens and you're like oh, yeah. oh okay yikes and it's like i cannot imagine how that would hit an audience who doesn't have white yeah privilege. right <laughs> like i
1: was like if it's scary to me i can't even imagine
0: Really yeah. like, oh. spooky scary is it time for trolls? It is time for tropes. <laughs> <laughs> we just kind of look at each other. I like, oh it's like
1: gotta do it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, so the first two are just pretty boilerplate. Yeah. parents. Yeah. Um, an angry guard dog. And gonna it- say
1: gardener, and I went, where? When? <laughs> what?
0: All <laughs> gardeners are angry. Yeah, <laughs> always. Yeah. Um <laughs> So the Abusive Parents one, like they are a, very much a caricature of abuse because yeah. it's like every level where it's like verbal and physical, but it's like not even like the needling and undermining. It's right. just like straight up saying it where right. it's like you're a sinful girl, like you're worthless, like all these Ugh. things. And at first, like early on, I thought it was going to be the more subtle and like insidious type of right, uh, type of abuse where like. She gets the plate from her, she's like, did you lick this? Yeah and you think that she's like really monitoring how much she eats and you think it's right. like a body image thing and she's like, this better fit. I just sewed it like you really get the I idea thought that, that, that's where it was going. Yeah. yeah. And then it was like, oh, you're feeding the people in the walls. <laughs> oh God. And I was like, oh, took a turn. yeah but right? I really wasn't anticipating. I was like, oh yeah <laughs> okay. but yeah so there's lots of different levels to that one right um, yeah. Uh, big screwed up family. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't feel the need to talk about that no. one, Maria. <laughs> they're big. They screwed up. Uh, a birthday, not a break. So it's it's your birthday. You're still going to have to fight a, <laughs> a massively racist, awful family. Yeah, poor fool. Uh, Bond one liner. Fool <laughs> gets a lot of those. He really does. Broken record, burn in hell. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, evil matriarch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm a humanitarian. Um, so that's cannibalism. Uh, because like I'm a vegetarian, I'm a humanitarian. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, what? it's like daddy is a cannibal by choice. The, yeah. oh, I forgot that I did this. I call them putts for people under the stairs. <laughs> the putts is though. <laughs> the putts are cannibals uh, by necessity. Yeah. Daddy's a cannibal by choice. And yeah. Yeah. Oy. Um, kid hero. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. MacGyvering. The yeah. yeah. Thing, made of iron. Uh, Daddy can just keep taking bricks to the noggin. He really did. And just keep jumping around. Yeah. Got no thoughts in there. No thought. Nothing to hurt. Just, just conk echoes. like reverberates throughout. No name given. Mm. We don't get to know mommy's name. Right. I don't care to know mommy's no, name. No, I'm good. Uh, precision F strike. So fool drops the F bomb like right before blowing up the oh, basement. Yeah. Yep. Uh, refuge in audacity so this is a really interesting one because refuge in audacity is basically like the charges leveled against me are so absurd that i can just deny them on right like how would you even like believe that so like the example in tv tropes is basically if you're saying oh and then i knocked out the cop with a candlestick right reads very differently from And then I threw them in my shark tank, but the last second I pulled them out, but then I did electrocute them a little bit with, like, this thing, and then (laughs) there is the Catherine wheel, and so, like, you get far enough that people are just like, no. Like, no. And so... When something is absurd to a certain level, yeah, you are just like, does that sound realistic to you? And you get away with it. Right. And I think that that's also a refuge in whiteness because yeah. they can just be like, in my what? neighborhood. I mean, Absolutely not. Yeah. Uh, standard 50s father played with. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise oh, slide God. staircase. Surprise. Surprise. And then finally, tongue trauma. Roach, he just Roach. goes. Eh.
1: Yep. I was like, you don't deserve it, Roach. No. Oh, I like that his solution to that was to just scream all the time. Yeah. And just go. Ah! Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> Mad respect. <Roach. laughs> I love you. I love the way you do things. Those oh, are good. Thank you. Those were nice. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, does that mean it's already time? It's time to rate this movie. I have one option. Oh, good, because I don't have any. Burning Hells. Oh my God, okay. (laughs) Like, I mean, why not? That's what they say the
1: most. That's what they say the most. We gotta do it. Okay. I've got mine. I've been thinking about
0: it. I'm having a hard time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Gonna isolate that and have it forever. (laughs) I'm having a hard time. (laughs) That's beautiful. I'll just take it to my Zoom meetings and play that. (laughs) Just real quick. A little soundboard. Uh That and then me going... (laughs) I think I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay, one, three, two, one. one. <gasps> yeah! Oh, wait, no, sorry, that's what I meant. <laughs> I, I like, got oh, lost oh. with this one. <laughs> but yeah, we both chose three and a half. Yeah, three and a half. burning Hells. That felt right. right? It did. I yeah. can't think of like a, a better number. Um, my reasoning is because mm. it's it's good. It's entertaining. Yes. So it it like it does the one thing I think uh, the base thing a movie should do. <laughs> yes, entertain you. Yeah. It entertained me. It was, it was wild as hell. I had a good time. I laughed so hard at some of the jokes that, like, Fool says. I didn't understand or even anticipate anything that was coming mm. or happened in this movie. Um, And I don't know. I appreciate it for that. And I do think that there were some creative, like, things that, like, Fool did with the candle. Like, I think that looked really cool. Yeah. We talked about it so much. It's so cool. I just keep thinking about it. Like, it was just great. And they had some cool shots. Like it really did have some cool things, but it's so buck wild. And there's so little buildup or history given for these yeah. characters that like, I just kind of don't, it's like, I don't get it. It's like, I am sitting there trying to get it, yeah. but I'm like, he didn't give me quite enough. Yeah. So I liked it. Mm-hmm. I did have a fun time. Yeah. But all those issues we talked about and everything about how like it's supposed to be a satire. Yeah. I was like, that's fine, but you you gotta tell us why you us can't more. just be like these people are so racist, uh-huh. okay? Yep. <laughs> like, there's gotta be more to that. So those are that's why I'm giving it a three and a half.
0: Yeah, like, I still had fun. Yeah, same pretty much for me too yeah. because like it was an entertaining movie. It kept me like engaged. Yeah, I felt like the pacing sometimes like Little- there were so many scenes of them being chased by Prince like yes. kill Prince kill and I was like so again? many. It's lost the like. You know, force behind It's it. off
1: the, like, the, the scare factor. Yeah. Like, at
0: this point, I'm just kind of like, okay, hurry up. And now they'll be chased through the walls by the dog again. Right. Okay. Um, so, like, it, some things felt repetitive. Yeah. And I feel like that is at the detriment of the actual, like, development of yeah. the core of the theme. And yeah. so you could have had fewer times going through the walls being chased by a dog and
1: kind of focus your
0: satire more. Yeah. Yeah. I absolutely. Also, I also just have a... I don't know, like, this main... I don't know how to say what I'm thinking, like verbalize it, but basically anytime there's a white director writing about like racism and like saying, look how racist these people are, they're going to use the N-word. To me, I don't know if white people are allowed to make that choice.
1: Yeah. I don't,
0: I don't think that it should be written in. I don't, like, I don't, I'm always willing to be wrong. (laughs) Like, we knew they were racist without Yeah, we didn't need them to say that no
1: and it, especially because they had no build-up to yeah. them being ra- like we don't know anything about them
0: it, it was out of nowhere it seemed like like yeah. so it's like to me it was un- unnecessary like for the movie but also like i get very uncomfortable when yeah. like white writers white directors are like we're going to use something like incredibly traumatic to it's characterize like, can you make these that people call? i don't i don't think they like should. i don't think so like yeah yeah So that was, like, something that just keeps, like... Yeah,
1: because it feels like if you're going to use the word, you should understand all of the, like, history and, like, how it affects people and everything. But really, you're just like, I know it's bad. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, oh, how bad,
0: you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. maybe wrong, but
1: I get what you're saying.
0: (laughs) Like, Fool's entire thing, like, he goes in to save his family. Mm -hmm. Like, to be able to have the money to get his mother to get, like, the treatable, like, cancer. The surgery and and everything. Yeah, yeah. And then he goes back in to save a white girl. Yeah. And so it's like, if that child, first of all, child, but if he had died saving a white person, I yeah. would have been like, again.
1: <laughs> oh, I would have screamed. Riot. Oh. Um,
0: There's a book that I bought, but didn't have time to read before this. I'm going to mm-hmm. save it anyway yeah. for another book, but it's called The Black Guy Dies First. Oh. And it's um an analysis of like black folks in horror. Yeah. And like how often they're killed first and, like, the history going back through and, like, the way that, like, folks of color... Like, it's... I'm really excited to read it. We have seen too many movies
1: where, like, a black character will die to save the white character. Mm -hmm. Annabelle, whatever the fuck. Yep. And we're supposed to be like, oh, my God, they're Mm -mm. heroes. When really I'm like, stop it. They Mm -mm. don't... (laughs) No. Why? So, yeah, I was so worried. When he went back in, I was like, if he dies, Mm -mm. saving that girl... I will scream. Oh, yeah, no. But he didn't. So.
0: <laughs> he didn't. He Thank survived. God. But uh, and he feels like a million dollars. Small victory. <laughs> he feels like a million dollars. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I had, like, it's an entertaining movie. Yeah. I can see the intent of the satire. I think that it should have done better. <laughs>
1: yeah. It, like you said before, I can see where it wanted to go. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah.
1: I'd be interested And this is a controversial opinion. I'd be interested to see, like, a remake of this, but done well.
0: I think they floated that for a long time. Did they really? Yeah, like, I think even Jordan Peele said in, like, 2020 or something that he was going to do it. I just, like, I
1: I would be interested to see this movie. done, Kind of like they did with, like, I mentioned this earlier, Candyman. Mm. They did remake Candyman, but they, like, wasn't, it was a black director and, like, like you could tell she understood these issues and yeah. actually cared about them. And I would be so interested to see this movie remade, still a comedy, yep, but like not by a white person, not by a white person. Yeah. So like they could make it and actually understand and maybe yeah. give us the, the background that we need to
0: hate these characters and not just cause and like tell a story from a lived perspective yeah like instead of someone you being like just, I'm gonna do this for you like pretty you know. much yeah like I was
1: like mm, okay yeah. <laughs> it'd be interesting I don't know yeah no I would watch that all right well I'm glad Jordan Peele
0: do it Jordan uh, <laughs> my good it. pal Jordan do it yeah <laughs> be awesome we're like super tight <laughs> we're like buds. uh yeah I need to like look that up again because I think I remember seeing like someone's like oh yeah we're totally gonna like do a remake or like a tv show or something but that was like 2020. And yeah. we know how things happen. We know
1: how things go.
0: Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. We know. Okay. So that's seven burn hells. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Not bad. Respectable. Yeah. All right. So that wraps up our discussion of the people under the stairs. Tea yeah. The The what was it? Tea putts. Tea puts That really got me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you enjoyed your time with us, we would really appreciate it if you'd rate and review on Apple Podcasts. <clears throat> sorry no. i was overcome with emotion no uh, <laughs> i just see you shaking your head disappointment like That's excuse. <laughs> you had one one you
1: used it right at the start yeah i did so
0: i cashed that out real quick uh you can rate and review anywhere <laughs> apple podcast is apparently the one that helps the most but yeah. anywhere or word of mouth
1: yeah yeah talk to your friends yeah. if you don't like horror movies maybe they do and yeah. also a lot of people do listen that don't like horror which i think yes. is funny yes <laughs>
0: My sister is like, I will not watch a horror film. Yeah. I will listen to yep. a podcast of a horror film. <laughs> uh, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Just Cool With It. And every Wednesday we'll post the movie for the week. And then we have some other stuff that we post throughout. Yeah. Like the no context quote.
1: <laughs> Good.
0: Uh, and then you can check out our extended show notes on our website, cool Com, Or maybe even take a look at our Patreon at patreon.com slash cool It. And this was, again, a patron pick.
1: Yeah, you Thank go you patrons.
0: patrons. A wild one. <laughs> this was not a Mothman Prophecies. So <sighs> Thank God. Uh, I don't know if I could do it. <laughs> I, mm-mm. We'd like to take this opportunity to thank our patrons: Kim, Kelly, Nehar, Will, Rachel, Kelsey, Sula, Tim, Beth, Kayla, Katie, Morgan, Brady, Kenny, Janice, Brian, Jess, Ada, and Dalton. Woo! Woo! Sounds like a wolf howl just now. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, sorry, that came out of me. <laughs> What's the moon today?
1: You <laughs> <laughs> <Be> worried? <laughs> Yay, patrons! I was listening
0: to it, wind. <laughs> beautiful <laughs> the uh, intro outro music was created by Anthony Roccozella the cover art is by her very own Nikki Solomon apparently is a wolf yeah so I'm really happy for her <laughs> me I'm happy for me her I'm happy for me, me her
1: and also I'm happy I'm not a teaputz
0: <laughs> there are worse things to be than a teaputz
1: <laughs> oh I need a shirt that says at least I'm not a teaputz oh <laughs> I and mean, people would be like, I don't know what that means. And I'd be like, oh, that's fine. Fuck yeah. <laughs> you.